Good morning, family. How did you sleep last night? Did you sleep well? Did you enter into his sweet rest? Well, I pray that you enter into a sweet rest and I pray that you woke up today feeling refreshed, being restored. Did you worship yesterday? (laughs) I want to share who I am in Christ. It's this declaration that I say in the morning. Um, One of the things that I've recognized, the enemy, one of the things he really focused on tormenting you with is your identity. He tries to get you to question who you are, especially as a child of God. And it's so important. We know who we are in Christ. We know who we are in Christ. It is so important. And sometimes I ask people, who are you? And I recognize that they tie their titles to the identity, which is a problem. These are titles. I'm a wife. I'm a husband. I'm a daughter. I'm a son. I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. These are titles. These are not who you are. And the problem with tying your identity to those things is if you, for any reason, was to lose it, who are you after you lose it? You know what I'm saying? So it's very important we know who we are to our core. And it's just these few I am's that I am that I recite in the morning. And it makes me feel good. And I'll go out the door knowing who I am and who God has called me. And I know my position in the earth. I know who I am at my job. I know who I am in that restaurant. Wherever I am, I know where I am and who I am in the position that God has placed me in and what he has called me to do. So first and foremost, it's so important to know that I am forgiven. I want you to say that I am forgiven. It is so important that you know that if you got on your knees and you cried out and you said, Lord, forgive me. I don't care what you did. I don't I don't care how many times you did it. You have to know with all of your heart that God has forgiven you as it is written. If we repent, he is faithful to forgive us. Amen. Number two, I am reconciled with God. You are reconciled by the blood of the lamb. You are now reconciled back with God before we were apart before we, you know, in a sense, it's like God broke up with us. (laughs) He was very, he was very angry with us, but through the blood of Jesus and through Jesus dying on the cross, Jesus made a way that we can be reconciled back to the father. Amen. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. It's so important. We know that we are redeemed, that God has taken us out of the hands of the enemy and redeemed us back to himself. Amen. That the enemy doesn't have a place in your life unless you give him place, but he's not given access to you outside of you being redeemed back to God. Unless you open up a door to the enemy, you're redeemed out of his hand. Amen. I am chosen for such a time as this. God has chosen you for your vocation. God has chose you for your, your, your family. God has chose you for your ministry. Every area of your life, you have to understand God chose me to be in this particular situation. And you got to call on the Holy Spirit of God so he can begin to equip you and give you understanding of what it is you're supposed to do wherever God has have you. All right. I am accepted, acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. I don't know about you, but a lot of people struggle with being accepted. 
Re- like I was saying earlier, rejection, the, the enemy would love to make you feel rejected because when you feel rejected, it makes you question who you are. Am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I handsome enough? Am I smart enough? He, he quick, he wants to mess with who you are. And most of the time he used rejection and you have to know that you are accepted in the beloved, that God accepts you. God accepts you into the kingdom. God accepts you. So if you're accepted by God, it really don't matter what man say. It really don't matter what man do. God accepts me. You don't have to accept me and your crew. You don't have to accept accept me. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody have their little click and their little circles. Don't get offended. My brother and my sister, don't get offended when people go out and they start hanging out and they leave you out. That's a sign that you're accepted by God. So often we look at rejection and we look at it wrong. Because the truth of the matter is rejection is truly God's protection. Because if that person was ordained and tied to my future, they would be by my side. But if that person is not tied to my future, there is a there is a hundred percent possibility that God is removing them out of our lives. And it's up to us to recognize that, Lord, you're removing people because you're doing a new thing in my life and you're going to bring the people that are supposed to go with me. And so often we try so hard to be accepted and we try going out our way, pleasing people that God don't even want us connected to just to feel acceptance, just to feel like we belong. But you got to know that you belong because God has accepted you. You are a chosen generation. You are accepted in the beloved. Okay. Amen. I am free. I am free. I am free from sin. I don't have to sin. I'm free in my mind. I'm not all over the place. I'm free in my heart. I have self-control. I am free. Freedom is, I mean, you. we need that freedom and not the freedom to do what you want when you want, how you want. The true freedom is to have the option to do something and you still choose not to do it. That's true freedom. That's true strength that I can do that. But I chose not to. I chose to yield my member to the Holy Spirit of God. That is true strength to be free. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty is freedom. I am free. I am a new creation. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And this is where the enemy tries to torment us with that. He tries to bring up who you used to be. Even though you're walking in who God has called you to be, the enemy would love to creep up and say, hey, remember when you messed up and he'll send people. Remember back when? Remember back when? Remember back when? You have to know if you're constantly around someone who's trying to bring up who you used to be, you have to discern in a spirit that this is not of God. God is not the person that's going to bring up your faults. Now, if God was to call you to um, testify and use it as a testimony, that's one thing. But if you have people around you and they keep trying to bring up the past, and if you only knew them before, get away from them people because they are agents of the enemy. God is not going to keep bringing up your past. But the enemy, he will try to manipulate you and make you believe that you're not new, that you're not different, that you're not changed. But I'm here to tell you that I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I don't care what nobody say about me or my past. I know who I am. And you have to say that I am a new creature. Who I was is not who I am. And who I am is not who I'm going to be. Amen. Amen. I am Jesus friend. I love that. He said, no longer do I call you servants, but I call you friend to, to know, to have that notion that God considers me a friend. 
That makes me feel good in the morning. I am a friend of God. When we struggle, like I said before, trying with acceptance and trying to be accepted by others and people are pushing you away. It's so important. We know if nobody else, I got a friend in Jesus. I don't need your friendship. I don't matter of fact, I don't need your frenemy ship. I don't need you pretending to be my friend in my face and talking about me behind my back. I got a friend in Jesus that's going to send me the right people. You got to get to that place that you get out of, get outside of trying to please people and please God. Amen. Get out of pleasing people and please God. I don't care what you're doing, where you're going. I chose not to because I am a friend of God. Don't be afraid to walk away from situations. Don't be afraid to walk away from family and friends. If they're not tied to your future, if they're not edifying you, if they're not encouraging you, if they're not supporting you, it's okay to love them from a distance. But don't feel rejected. Don't feel like, don't point the finger at them. You got to know I got a friend in Jesus and Jesus got my back. And when you have that confidence, he will begin to bring people into your life that is going to help, that is going to support, that is going to help shift and catapult you to the next level. Amen. Amen. I am sealed. That when you really gave your heart to the Lord with all of your heart, all of your mind, and you kneeled it before him and you said, Lord, come into my heart, come into my life, wash me by your blood. You are sealed to the day of his coming. You're sealed. You're his. You're his. And that's something, you know, and I think that's something that's really important to know that I'm his. Because so often the enemy will challenge you. Oh, do God still love you? When we fall short and when we messed up. Oh, God doesn't love you anymore. Oh, you messed up. I sinned. And you get these tormenting spirits start tormenting you and you start to feel like, well, maybe God left me or maybe God doesn't love me anymore. Maybe, maybe God's upset with me because I fell short and I sinned against him and you know, whatever the sin could be, but to know that I'm sealed, that God, as I love, he'll never leave nor forsake. I'm sealed. I'm his, I'm his, I'm sealed. Like, I just, I just love that. And that encouraged me. And like Paul said, Don't frustrate the grace of God, knowing that I'm sealed and knowing that he'll never leave me nor forsake me doesn't give me the right to sin and do what I want. It actually makes me do the opposite, knowing that he loved me so much, knowing that he's not going to leave and he's not going to forsake. I don't want to hurt him. Like, why would you hurt someone? It's like somebody standing by your side. You see them 24 seven. They ain't going nowhere, but you doing your best to hurt them. Like, why would you do that? Like why? And you know, you, they're right smack in front of your face and you're doing stuff to hurt them. Like that's, that's, that's evil. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I do the opposite. I'm not going to take his grace and I'm not going to take his love and his kindness and just hurt him in his face because he's standing with you. Whether you want to believe that or not, he's with you. He never leaves. He never forsakes. So everything we do, we're doing it in his face. If you love him, you're loving in his face. And if you're cursing and you're hating, you're doing it in his face. And that breaks the spirits. That's that breaks the heart and grieves the Holy Spirit because he's always with you. So when you really visualize and really understand that Jesus is really with you, never leaving you, never forsaking you, you got to be mindful. I used to set those, this alarm. This is how I always remember. This is how I got to the point of remembering. When I first started my walk with Jesus, what I would do was set an alarm. 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and 8 o'clock. And I would put, Jesus is standing beside you. And I kid you not, family. It seemed like every time that alarm went off, it was on time. (laughs) It was on time. I was about to rise up. Flesh was about to rise up. I was about to snap, clap back or something. 
and the alarm would go off and I would read it. Jesus standing next to you. And it shifts me back to my position of Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. I don't want to disrespect you. I don't want to do anything in your face. And when you have that consciousness that he's beside you, you act accordingly. You act differently and you're not going to hurt him because you know he's beside you. And instead, knowing he's beside you, you want to do things that's going to be pleasing to him. You want to do things that's going to put a smile on his face. I am his and he is mine. I am loved for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who should ever call on the name of Jesus shall not perish but have everlasting life. I am loved in a world of hatred in a world of self it's all about me you get yours i'm gonna get mine's i am love in a world of disappointment and and backstabbing and frenemies i am loved because the world will make you feel alone the world will make you feel like you are hated the world will make you feel rejected the world will make you feel all kinds of ways but you gotta know in your core i am loved i don't care who's walking away i don't care who stopped coming around who's calling who's texting i am loved god loves me jesus loves me this i know for the bible tells me so i love that that no matter what love the bible says love covers a multitude of sins love make the world go around for me love make you feel good love make you do crazy spontaneous joyful thing love just mm. i am loved you have to know that family. Repeat it over and over and over. I am loved. These are just a few of who I am in Christ Jesus. But I have to get myself out that door. <laughs> and I just wanted to share some of these with you this morning because it just it, it, it ignites a fire in me. And it makes me very conscious of who I am because you're challenged on that road while you're driving you're challenged at your job you're challenged at that coffee shop wherever it is we are being challenged because we coming against people who don't know who they are who are not full of joy who don't have peace and they're angry and they're bitter and they're bumping you and they're snapping and clapping back and you gotta know who you are when you walk out your door so you can act accordingly you don't have to belittle yourself. You don't have to act like everybody else. You don't have to clap back. You don't have to be mean and bitter and bump them back. But you could just look at them and say, I am loved. And if you want to be an evangelizer, you could just turn around and say, you know what? God loves you. That's the best way to, you know, really like you. Who, what you going to say to that? People being they snapping and just clapping at you, you know. With a sweet tone voice, not yelling. You know, Jesus loves you. He really does. Just walk away. <laughs> but you're going to leave them with an impression that they won't forget. Like I was just yelling and screaming and all they said was Jesus loves me. And maybe that's just really what they needed to hear. Maybe right now they snapping because they were rejected and somebody walked away from them or somebody mistreat them and they're taking it out on you. And maybe that's the moment that they really need to hear. Somebody love me. So as I'm sharing that you are loved and I want you to know that you are loved, please share 
And let your neighbors, your family, your friends, your co-workers know that Jesus loves them too. Amen? Amen.